You are listening to the Black Sitcom History Podcast with Shannon and Summer, where we explore issues from episodes of the most popular and polarizing black television sitcoms from the 1970s and beyond. Welcome back to Black Sitcom History. I am Summer. I am Shannon. Hello, everyone. Hey, and thank you so much for being back with us today. Uh, This is our Wednesday episode. We are talking about the Jeffersons still season one, episode 12. The title of this episode is Like Father, Like Son. It aired on August, I'm sorry, April. See, I'm messing up the date already. (laughs) April 5th, 1975. Like Father, Like Son. Yeah, so like the title says, um, like father, like son, and the Jefferson's only father-son relationship that we have that you guys know about is George and Lionel's um, relationship. And in this episode, it was um, basically telling us how uh, all the traits that your father might have are the traits that your father may have aren't good traits for you as a son. Um, you have to become an individual person, your own person. Although some of the things or traits your your father have will, of course, uh, rub off on you or um, are part of your DNA, but yet you still need to, as a son, you still need to know um, who you are and what's a good trait and what's a bad trait for you as an individual. And in this episode, we're going to learn how um, Lionel uh, distinguished a good trait um, and a bad trait from his father that he might not necessarily want or he does necessarily want to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So the the thing about this is George is he, he's not well he's a direct person I wouldn't say he's rude but he comes off rude um and demanding as an individual uh you definitely have to come off demanding as a business owner but you don't have to have that rude trait and George blames that rudeness on him clawing his way to the top basically he says by being that type of person it helped him um become who he is and a successful person and in return um lionel since he has the advantages now as far as uh not necessarily have having to claw his way to be a successful person he doesn't have to be ruled necessarily but he he sees that it worked for his dad so he tries to be ruled because he feels since his father did it or is still ruled it would help me to advance in life um and it's not true because Lionel has advantages that his father didn't have growing up as far as some things might be a little bit easier for him. He doesn't always have to fight 
for 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 what's right because they have that mighty dollar hmm. to to do that um to do that for them um so it's in in this episode sorry sorry audience in this episode there's quite a few different um things going on a lot of things going on in this episode uh like we said how uh, Lionel is trying to follow his father's footsteps. And then we have Jenny, who is part of a, a campaign. Like, she's part of the, what do you call it, Summer? The um, um, she's a like support? A, like, yeah, she's like a, a, a campaign staff. Staff, yeah. She worked for some somebody running for uh, mayor or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then we have Tom and Helen who discover that they're both voting for two different candidates. Mm -hmm. And Helen all along thought that um, Tom was voting for the same person she's voting for. So there's a little bit of conflict in the household on (laughs) that. Um, And then we also have George who... Uh, doesn't want to put Helen's candidate in his, be a sponsor for Helen's candidate because he's white, right? Mm -hmm. And then turns out the person Tom wants to vote for is black. So George was like, hey, yep, yep, I'll put put a black person in my poster in my window, (laughs) even if if a white person is voting for him, Tom, even if it is you. Right. So we have quite a, few different elements in this episode that made it a little bit complex um to well not really complex it's just a, a lot few different things yeah going a few on. different yeah. things going on yeah so uh so we spoke on George and Lionel's little situation going on yeah. and so now um I'm going to have Summer tell you all about Jenny's situation as far as um working for the campaign or political party that she's working for she wants a little bit more out of it yeah and she's um you know she's like a a gopher or something you know she's just kind of helping out where she can but she wants to be a part of this committee some steering committee um but she doesn't have the experience people don't know who she is yet and um she expresses to lionel that you know, that's what she really, really wants. Um, right now, Lionel is, he's not so much into being a part of the campaign. Um, he's not into politics the way Jenny is, and he doesn't really want to get involved. But he becomes a little more interested when she starts talking about the position that she wants to to be in. You know, she's like, I want it so bad I can taste it. Like, she's she's out to get into this this position but she's discouraged a bit by what she's currently doing. Um, he's like, hmm, I'm practicing at being a pushy, rude guy. <laughs> so let's see if I can help, you know, if I can help. You know, of course, Jenny doesn't know um, what he's thinking. You know, he starts off the episode demanding his tuxedo. I don't even know what event he needed the tuxedo for. But he he was demanding his tuxedo be ready today when he didn't need it for another few days. Um, 
just out of sport, really. He just wanted to get someone to do what he wanted them to do. And it was like he was practicing at being being what he liked, what he considered to be like his dad. Right. So, uh, sorry. So he, he needed the tuxedo because Jenny was invited to a a a dinner for the candidate. Oh, it was yeah. a political yeah. party. That's right. That's right. Political dinner, rather. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that you said that I wanted to bring up later, but since you brought it up, I'm going to talk about it now. How Lionel realized, like you said, he w- he's not interested in politics, really. He knows politics, but it's not a-, a passion of his like it is Jenny. And once he realized how much of a passion it is for her, or to her rather, or how much she's interested into in it, he says, okay, I realize that my fiance is so interested in this that I'm going to change my outlook on it as well. Because she's interested in it, I'm going to be interested in it and have her back. And I think that's awesome that they're in a relationship that even though it's something he's not that much interested in, because his fiance is interested in it, he makes himself interested in it. You know, Hmm. it's it's like um, I can recall a TV show that you watched. You liked it. I really didn't like it. But because you liked it, it was more me. So you're spending that time with you <laughs> doing something that you like to do. And that's what I saw um, Lionel doing for Jenny. Yeah, and that's it's, because you're a very sweet guy. Thank you. Him, him, <laughs> him being there for his his fiance. Are they if he are they engaged? Yeah, they're engaged to get married. When did that happen? I thought they were always engaged to be married. No, it's just, oh. She's right. dating. I don't know. I didn't look, I didn't they see talk, the proposal. Well, they so it's a lot of things we haven't seen that I know. just happen. If I don't see it, it doesn't exist. Okay. <laughs> it's like a, fee- a tree when it falls Re- in the Remember forest. what Summer said you are. Can you hear it? Because I don't know. episode 13, whew, that's, it was a good one. It surprised yeah. me. But anyway. So, any, yes. So that, that I, I had a different um, perspective or, yeah, I, I don't think that Lionel got more interested in it because she was interested in in the, in the politics. I think he pretty much knew how interested she was in the politics. I think he just felt like flexing. I think he felt like he wanted to flex and help her get the position that he wanted. I think he had other than besides that, I don't think he had any interest. Um, but that's, that's, that was my interpretation of it. He was really trying to flex like, Oh, I can like I can get her this position. I can do it. And so then he goes and he talks to George. Yeah. But oh, we can we can touch on that now. Mm-hmm. And come back to Tom and Helen's situation. Oh, okay. So he so Lionel goes to his dad and asks his dad, "How do you uh basically get what you get want. what you want from someone basically?" And his dad says, "Money basically is how you do it." And Lionel's like, well, that's is bribing somebody. And and George says, how do you put it? If if they say no, show them the dough. 
or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was like, so it's not really, it's not really. It's like a donation. Consider yeah. it a donation. donation. It's right. a donation. And then that's when he says, if they, if they say no, show them the dough. So you know how George is. He, money, money, money solves, talks. money talks and it solves everything for him. So Lionel takes this upon himself to give a, a donation to the candidate. Um, and I'm guessing he did it under Jenny, Jenny's name because next thing we know, Jenny has the position that sh- she wanted, but not the, the way, way she, she wanted, wanted to get it. Yeah. So um, we're going to take a break. And after we come back from this break, we're going to um, tell you how um, Jenny finds out she got the position. All right. <laughs> We are back. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, we are still talking about the Jefferson season one, episode 12, like father, like son. Uh, when we last last left off, we were talking about how Jenny got a position that she really wanted uh, working for this political campaign. Um, didn't come the way that she expected. And how did that turn out? Okay, so yeah, I want to backtrack just a little bit and tell you about the conversation George and Lionel had about um, getting something that you want that you might not qualify for or whatnot. And George told Lionel, well, butter the person up, basically. Basically, suck up. And that's when Lionel says, well, if that doesn't work, what do you do? And um, that's when George said, well, you kind of bribe him with, 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 with money. And Lionel says, well, I can't really do it that way. And, and George calls it a contribution then. Mm. That's when he should call, calls it a contribution. And we see a lot of that going on today in politics, basically. It's, it's always going on. But now that I'm a dote, I pay more attention to uh, what people do to get their way as far as um, political campaigning. Not necessarily what they do but what they receive to to benefit other people. So I give a contribution, say uh, I'm gun control. I give a large contribution to a candidate. Say if I'm a, a, a small firearms company, I give a large contribution, hoping that he would pass a law that would benefit me uh, profit-wise, uh, passing a law that it would be easier for uh, individuals to buy a firearm in a state that's more difficult to, to buy that particular firearm. So basically that's how a contribution will work. It is, it is pretty much bribing in, in a sense that that's all it is. So what happens is uh, Jenny finds out that Lionel gave a contribution to the campaign Um and it doesn't go in detail that that's how, well, this is the reason why Jenny got the position, but it doesn't really necessarily tell you the ins and outs of, of what made the campaign candidate give her the position. Like, uh, we don't know if Lionel's like, if I give you a contribution of this amount of money, 
I need for you to put Jenny in this position. Now, something that we forgot to 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 mention, Summer, in the beginning of this episode, George bought Lionel a watch, mm-hmm. um, a fairly expensive watch, three hundred dollars, nineteen seventy five, three hundred dollars. Uh, and Louise asked George, "Why did you buy him this watch?" And George is basically like. Well, why not? Plus, I saw him looking at it. You know, we have the money. Don't don't worry about it. Now, Louise was a little upset with Lionel because of the way he was acting towards the tuxedo place, mm-hmm. being very rude. And she saw that uh, Lionel was trying to act somewhat like his father, and she tried. She she kind of pulls his coattails, like, look, you know, don't don't be that way towards people. It doesn't get you what you want all the time. But this particular time, it got <laughs> Lionel what he wanted. Yeah. The tuxedo. He wanted the, the dinner was until Saturday. And I think he called the tuxedo place on Tuesday. And he convinced them or demanded that they de- deliver the tuxedo the next day by 5 p.m. or whatnot. So it worked out in his favor. But being rude doesn't always work out in everyone's favor. So Jenny comes comes home or comes to the Jeffersons and she's upset with Lionel now. You know, she she didn't want to get the position that way. Um, she wanted to earn the position. Mm-hmm. And see, that's something funny. Like, uh, I'm a hard worker. But if someone was to come to me and say, Shannon, we're going to give you this position, you know, making more money or whatever, but I didn't earn it. I'm going to take it. <laughs> okay. If no one bribed you to do it, you know, if, if they were like Shannon here, you know, I'm going to take it. Yeah. Even, even if someone did bribe somebody to give me the position, I might take it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't earn it, but well, that was, Jen, that was Jenny's pride. Yeah. She had too much pride. She was like, well, I don't know. I'm not going to say too much pride. Maybe she had the right amount of pride. Yeah. I don't know. But, but um, I, if I were in that situation or like the one that you described where I was given an opportunity that mm-hmm. came out of nowhere, um, yeah, I would take it. And I would just hope that if some some bribery would have who would bribe someone on my behalf i have no idea my mama i I mean you know that's not realistic but just 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 saying if it happened i would just hope that i I just wouldn't find out about it (laughs) yeah and and you 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 know audience i'm i'm not saying saying this if they offer me the position i didn't earn it once i'm in that position i'm going to do everything possible to to make myself knowledgeable about that position so I can um, continue to hold down that position, keep the position, even though I didn't necessarily earn it. Um, But maybe they saw something in me as an individual that they figured Shannon is a good fit for that. Anyway, so now Jenny's upset with, with, with Lionel and Lionel learns that being something that you're not is not always a good thing. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to take his father's advice and be like his father. But it turned out that he learned that that's not who he is. And it's not always a 
good thing to do um, as far as uh, bribing somebody because Jenny was upset with him, highly upset with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, yeah. he he somewhat apologized to her and told her, you know, I was taking my father's advice instead of just doing what I thought was right, which is just support you and uh, not necessarily push you, but uh, encourage you, encourage, yeah. encourage you to do what you want to do to to earn the position um, within the campaign party or what whatever. Yeah. So and he 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 learned not necessarily the hard way, but he learned that it's not a good look for him to be exactly like his father. Yeah, and that's the thing where Jenny, I think that's where Jenny really influenced him in this episode too, because. What he did to to get her that position, it actually worked. It's not like it didn't work. It just didn't work. It didn't turn out the way he wanted because Jenny was not happy. happy. And she was not about it. Like, no, that's not. He's, she's like, you know, I can't take this job now. I can't take it. So he's lost $200. We didn't get touch on that yet. Oh, okay. But, yeah. So Summer said he lost two hundred dollars. Yeah. So to get the money to bribe the campaign, he pawned the three hundred dollar watch. Right. That his father bought him. That the, seems like a lot of money to get for pawn, pawning a three hundred dollar watch. I thought uh, they lo- I thought they lowballed you so severely at a pawn shop. Well, that is that's a big lowballing because mm-hmm. he just bought the watch yeah. the day before, so it depreciated. A hundred bucks. A hundred bucks <laughs> in a day. Yeah. So just imagine if he decided to take it a week later, maybe, <laughs> you know. So, but yeah, so like Summer said, um, it did work, but I guess Lionel found out that there's consequences mm-hmm. with not doing things the right way, maybe, yeah. or being, uh, well, he wasn't even rude with it. He was just trying to do something that his father would do. He thought he was doing something. Um, he was trying to be powerful and use his influence. Yeah. And, you know, money is a great influencer. So that's what he was doing. And I mean, and after Jenny's reaction, he just, I think that just kind of hit him in the gut. He didn't feel good about it. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He just, he didn't feel good about it. Mm-hmm. He, I th- he was definitely expecting her to be excited about it. Um, I don't know who who would tell her that. Yeah, your boyfriend gave us a bribery contribution, and we're gonna give this position yeah. donation. Yeah. So, so it 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 does work, but it it, it backfired on Lionel. Mm-hmm. So he has to pick up other traits that that his father has. He's not a good, very good influencer. And just because somebody else does something and they can pull it off, it doesn't mean you can. And even if you, I mean, George Jeff- Jefferson is, is, you know, he's, he's like one of a kind, you know. He does it and it's like, that's him. But if, if there's more than one way to get, to where you want to go um being overbearing and demanding is one way um 
but theirs has to be some there there's some other ways because every excuse me everybody that rises to the top is not exactly the same you know so um and Lionel you know he has to figure out what way is going to work for him I mean he doesn't have to he like we like you mentioned earlier Shannon he doesn't have to be so tough um he's not clawing his way from nothing like his father did and um yeah yeah well with those few elements out the way we can now touch on Tom and Helen's situation that they have going on. So uh, Helen believes that Tom is voting for the same candidate that she's voting for. And when she finds out that he's actually voting for the other candidate, she becomes a little bit upset with the whole situation. Um, I think because she felt that they were just both on the same page Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they never actually discussed it really or you know talked about like who you're voting for or who am I going to vote for she just assumed because Mm -hmm. I'm voting for this person that's who my husband is voting for and that was not the case now the the particular person that Tom is voting for is, is the black candidate and the one Helen's voting for is a white candidate no problem there. But the reason Tom is voting for the black candidate is because he doesn't necessarily. Okay. I'm going to tell you why he's voting for him first. Then I'm going to tell you what Tom thinks about the candidate. He's voting for the candidate because he's black and he feels that if they have a black, I guess it was a mayor. I don't know. Person in the community that, uh, black people will have more pride in themselves and would it would empower black people to want to do more for them which is there's nothing wrong with that but this particular candidate is doing it for all the wrong reasons mm-hmm. he's doing it for his gain and some of the things that uh, he was saying Tom disagreed with but yet he still wanted to vote for him because he was a black candidate and he felt that they needed somebody in office right. so black people can look up to basically. Yeah. Even though Tom didn't agree with a lot of his, his, um, his, um, his outlook campaign. campaign yeah. And, yeah. His outlook mm-hmm. on things. Uh, and then he decides to go ahead and, and not vote for the the black candidate I think because Helen tells him like why I understand why you will want to have a black candidate win the race but rather white or black why would you have vote for somebody that you disagree with a lot of their policies Mm -hmm. or you think they will get into office and not do what they say they're going to do or have a negative outcome in the long run. And once she says that, he realizes, well, you know, this is true. I'm going to um, retract my vote and vote for the other candidate. Right. So with that said, it's 
It's it's good to have someone that looks like you in office or in high positions. But if they are, I don't want to say corrupt, but if they're not doing what's best for you, 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 you're better off having someone that doesn't look like you that is doing something that will benefit you and your community. You know, just because somebody looks like you don't mean that they have the best interest in mind for, for, for you and your community at all. Um, so sometimes you might have to vote for somebody that's not like you, but like I said, has the best interest in mind for your community. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I think one of the, um, one of the things after Tom gets it together and realizes that the person that he's, he's, uh, campaigning for and, and rallying, rallying behind is really no good. You know, he doesn't seem like a good guy. Um, he's basically a phony. And ultimately he says, uh, you know, phonies come in all colors. So, um, that was an interesting point because just because I, I know it's really, I agree with the fact that, um, do I think it's necessarily right to vote for a person, you know, as a black woman, me voting for a black person, um, just because they're black, uh, not necessarily, but I get it. Like I get where Tom is coming from. You know, you want to see representation, you, you know, people who represent you in uh, aspirational places because it it does give a sense of pride you know when you are out here and you don't see people who look like I, I don't I don't know what percentage black people make up uh in the country what nine less than 15 percent maybe but you still want to see people I want 15 percent of those people to be represented in government in politics, uh, in entertainment at, at minimum, you know, um, it's really tough to see, you know, 1% or less than 1% of a group of people in aspirational places that look like you, except for in sports, of course. Um, but yeah, that's, I, I get where Tom is coming from. I think he was coming from, a. uh, I think he was earnest in his support of, that candidate but he was just the wrong guy yeah tom had the the right idea um you know to help out another nationality i guess have them feel proud that yes we have a black person in in this particular position um it this brings me to when I thought, well, I thought when Obama won or was in office that every black person would change. Mm-hmm. Like, I just thought, like, there would be no more black on black crime. <laughs> you know, like, yes, people be so proud. Proud. Yeah. Right. Like, dudes would start wearing their pants pulled all the way up. You know, just like, it'd be a gang truce. We got a black president. Let's show 
the world, now that we have a black president, we're about to stick together. <laughs> it's about to be about us. You know, like we're gonna do better, right? Overall. Like, like I always wonder what ever happened to the Million Man March. Mm. Like they had that thing like one year, and that was it. One person put it together for that one year. I don't know if Farrakhan made money off of that or not, but think about it. If they were taking donations. <laughs> And there were actually a million black men there, and each man donated ten dollars, mm-hmm. and that money went to Farrakhan and his people. They don't need to do another million man march. Mm-hmm. They're good. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> but the thought of it is it, just empowering, empowering. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't. I, I, I I don't know what happened. To, they even made a movie about the thing. Spike Lee made a movie about mm-hmm. it. But I don't even know what happened to that. I, I'm only saying this to say that you had somebody powerful to put that together. And why did he stop? And what was the outcome of it? Yeah. I mean, you proved the point that, yes, you can bring a million men to black men together. Mm. But did you bring the right million black men together? What was together? that movie called? Is that Get on the Bus? Get on the Bus. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, um, get on the Bus. So, just because you have somebody that looks like you doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to represent you because you guys look alike. And I think that too for you know, some criticism of Obama was, I think generally people, even people who were not in support of his politics or his policies just liked him because they just thought he was, he was, he was a very charismatic or he is, he's still, still with us. He is a very charismatic um, type of person um, who's likable, right? Uh, I feel like everybody like like Obama, you know, whether they agree with him or not. But it's like I think a criticism, though, of his uh, of people of him is that he didn't do enough for black people, which is uh, unrealistic expectation for the president of the United States, um, in my opinion. So maybe he didn't do enough directly uh, for black people. but. Like I said, he's not the president of black people. You know, he's the president of the United States. So it's, yeah, I I think that maybe people's expectations were different. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, You said enough to make me think about a lot about Obama. Uh, Obama, he's just dope. I mean, he just seemed... Mm -hmm. He seems cool. Right. Like a people person. Now, I'm going to touch on a few things. A lot of people say he didn't do enough for black people or anything for black people. But you have to realize he couldn't be in office and just do that. Mm -hmm. So he was trying to do a lot of things for the underclass people, which a lot of 
the population of underclass people is black. So he was doing it without you, without him actually saying, I'm doing this for black people. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Obamacare. <laughs> yeah. Right. He was doing certain things. He he did do some things for black people. Like he looked into why do I have or why are there people in prison, black people in prison that got caught with a small amount of cocaine or crack mm-hmm. that's serving life. Right. And that was the first time they ever got um, arrested for something. Mm-hmm. Whereas we have the white people who got caught with crack, they got probation or this is funny to me um in my younger years i had to do uh community service right and i learned something uh being in a lower class environment they called it community uh um, community service but if you were upper class or higher class they call it volunteer service (laughs) and it sounds better Interesting. You know, even even to this day, like if you see somebody famous that gets in trouble and they have to do a service, they call it volunteer service, and theirs will be community service. You heard community service, but it's it's not like community because community service. Well, community service is volunteerism. Like, Uh, I mean, it is no, no, it's not. Are you talking? You talking about just? You're talking about mandated? I'm talking about I got in trouble and had to go to court. So you have service. to do community service oh. or serve some time in yeah, jail. It, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So if you just but if if, if just, they if that if that happens, you're saying in some in some upper class uh, communities they don't even call it community they, service; they, they call it volunteer yeah, service. Yeah, they, they phrase it different. Interesting. Even if you look at some like um, famous people that get in trouble, like they're. Volunteer service is like it'll be something like you have to do a a commercial about DUI and that's it. Okay. I thought I've heard something um about like Chris Brown or something doing community service or something behind some some incident. I don't know which incident it was, but I thought he had to do community service and I heard the words community service. But, but what what did he do for his community service? Do you know? Oh, I have no idea. And that also brings me to this. this. Maybe they said community service because he's a black individual. Now, if mm-hmm. he was a white Chris Brown, maybe they would say volunteer service. Volunteer. Mm. So, I don't know. It, it, uh, just, I mean, I'm not saying go research it, but mm-hmm. next time pay some close attention to it. And you, yeah, I mean, it. I will because I have definitely heard community service thrown around related to, you know, mandated court court ordered community service um and not the volunteer, volunteer yeah. uh court ordered volunteer service so yeah that's something I'll pay attention to yeah mm-hmm. but um back to having a person in power that looks like you it's not always a good thing uh it it was a great thing that we had obama mm-hmm. uh he did some things like i said he you know he he went in and Wanted to know why do we have individuals in prison for they've been in prison for years for a crack, mm. nothing major. Um, I remember. Do you remember the incident where uh, a cop went into a black man's home and the black guy was like, "I live here. What are you doing?" 
and he kind of roughed them up and arrested them. And then Ob- Obama had like a a barbecue for the two of them, and they cracked open a beer. You don't you don't remember that? Where was I? Well, I anyway, yeah. That. So this happened. I think this was for Obama's first term. Mm. So there was a a. Someone, I guess someone called and said there was a break-in in a house in a very well-off, wealthy neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And the owner of the house happened to be black. And uh, the police officer showed up, and the guy was like, well, this is my house. I live here. And the uh, oh. the cop was like, yeah, whatever. I don't believe He was it. having a party. Oh, he was having a party. Okay. No, no, no. I'm asking you. No, it was, yeah, he wasn't having a party. Oh. No, 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 no. It wasn't a party. Mm-hmm. Um. So the cop handcuffed them and I guess booked them or whatever, you know, but it turned out to be the black guy's house. Mm -hmm. So Obama um, got together with the two of them and had a beer. And was like, look, let's, let's, let's be men and talk about this. How can we, how can we fix this? Basically? Let me ask two individuals. How can we fix this? Mm. Yeah, I, um, I forgot the two yeah, individuals' names. First term, yeah. But um, and that alone, I was like, okay, Obama is a people person. He wants to resolve issues and and make the world better. But you, audience, you also have to realize that being president, you you're a puppet, pretty much. Is you can't just do whatever you want to do. You can't just pass every law. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, especially being a black president, you had to bob and weave through certain situations, you know, and say certain things. You had to be more cautious of what you did, how you did it, and when you did it as a black president. Um, Because I, I just feel that any mistake you made, they were like, oh, they're going to say, uh, we have a black president and this will happen. Whereas if it was a white president, which all we ever had, they would just say, President Section Section did this. But yeah. if it was Obama, they would say, yeah, Obama, our first black president, did this. And I commend him for uh, not getting in trouble or nothing we know about yet. All we know about is Obamagate. Mm-hmm. That's bull <laughs> crap alone. But we're gonna get we're gonna get back to, to the episode. <laughs> and uh so that that sums up Helen's and Tom little uh misunderstanding and not her assuming that he was voting for the candidate she was voting for. Um so I guess that brings me to say uh, a couple of things. A few episodes ago we talked about communication and marriages. I mm-hmm. guess that's one thing you need to communicate about. What what candidate are you voting for? Uh, what yeah. are your views on, on this or that? Yeah. Um, because uh, you don't want to have, you don't want to be upset with your husband or wife because they voted for it. <laughs> Remember that time when, um, I, I forget which election it was. Oh, gosh. I forget which one it was. But some woman like ran over her husband because she, she he voted for I remember that I <laughs> a remember different that. candidate. Yeah. Oh, oh, I don't. It, it, yeah, that's when. Yeah, they should have talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> or he shouldn't have married her. <laughs> I want, 
I want to tell you guys a, a quick funny story about when Obama won his first term. So uh, a neighbor of ours, a white lady, the the night that we found out Obama won, I looked out the window. The paramedics was at her house. Ooh. And uh, in my head, I was like. Did she make it? I was like, yeah, she, yeah, she made it. Um, in my head, I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that we have a black president, she, it just made her have a heart attack. She's like, she like oh, I thought, like, oh, I thought no. I would never would see it. We have a black president. So I don't know if she had a heart attack because she was happy <laughs> or she was like, uh, nah, we don't, we don't need a black that president. That is Funny. So, I mean, it's not funny that she had a heart attack, yeah. but it's funny. It's just interesting, funny. Yeah. But um, that didn't happen on the same day. I got I I didn't have a near heart attack, Shannon. But I got I got emotional. That first when he was elected that first term, I got emotional. I, 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 I think I shed a tear. I did. Okay. I, it happened. I sigh because I was like. I didn't know what to expect. It was the unknown. Like, this is the first time we had a black president. Uh, yay. But let's see what happens. Kind of. Oh, and okay. I was, I was very excited to see all the old people emotional. Mm. Oh, Be- yeah. Because yeah. in their lifetime. Yeah, they, in their lifetime. this, yeah. And. Yeah. I'm going to tell you guys the truth. I always thought that we would have a, a woman president before we would have a black president. I always thought that. Hmm. Now, whether the woman would be black, that was different. Like a first black president would be a, 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 woman. a woman, but black. Potentially a woman, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, But I was very happy to see old people excited, especially yeah. the people that were of age were when they were 18, were unable to vote. Mm-hmm. You know, like they they fought for me to vote. Right. And now they get to see what they what they were fighting for come true. Yeah. Not only able to vote, but I'm able to vote for a black president. And I think that's what, that's part of what made me emotional because I was like, you know, I'm, I wasn't necessarily super gung-ho about Obama's policies. Like I said, he's a charismatic guy. He seems like he's cool to kick it with. You know what I'm saying? Him and Michelle, like, let's hang out. But, um, <laughs> I mean, they just seem like really, like, cool people. Um, but, yes, to see someone, you know, that looks close to how I look, right? You know, see a black man when I was, yeah, I got emotional over it. Just for that reason. Like, oh, I, mean, I can't believe it. It it happened. Yeah. And you, it's, you know how you have talks in your head and thoughts in your head. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, okay, we. I remember when I was younger, Jesse Jackson Running, mm-hmm. I remember that I remember when I was that. little. Yeah, but I just knew I was like, "This dude not gonna win," and I was only like eight. <laughs> I don't know, ten. Yeah. I was like, "This dude not gonna win." No, he he too. I felt like he was too like Martin Luther Kingish, like too trying to be too. Not even. 
but just the way I'm okay, I'm going based off the way he sounded. Oh. He sounded like a preacher. Yes. Right. And like but I said, he was not but, I mean, Jesse Jackson is just far less uh eloquent in my opinion. Eloquent. What do you mean by that? He just doesn't have it. Like he he's not captivating. Oh, I thought you meant like how I was comparing him to Martin Luther King. Yeah. I don't I don't think he's as eloquent. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say you didn't think he was as uh po- not powerful but more uh how can I put it? De- not not even demanding but more commanding. Commanding. Okay, we can go for that. Right. Commanding an audience. Yeah. Commanding the room. Or demanding more from from he, he's the a preacher. Like, you know, Martin Luther King was a preacher, but he was a leader. Okay, there it is. And so. I don't that's not aren't the same vibes I get from I think Jesse Jackson very much want wants or or wanted to be that, mm-hmm. but he didn't have it. Okay. So what I, I think the year he was trying to run was like 84, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. So I was very young. All I heard was a preacher. I just saw he sounded like a preacher to me. So I was just like, oh, this dude not going to win. No. You know, it didn't sound like he was like, he can be a leader. Leader. No. He can be a teacher, but I don't think he can be a leader. Sure. So sure. I, I was just like, this dude, he, yeah, he's out of there. He's not going to win. Yeah. So when Obama came along, Right. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't even want to say the N word, but I was like, this N word person going to win this shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> he going to win and he going to dominate. Yeah. Just like, you know, like they say black people go to certain sports and just dominate. I was like, well, you know what? Mm-hmm. He about to be the president and dominate real quick. Because it's like he's black. He's, you know, highly intelligent, <laughs> eloquent, cool dude, charismatic. He he has it. He's yeah. got like you know the the thing about the presidency, the president of the United States. There's a certain like star power too that's associated yeah. with it. Well, you do you have it? You say do, star. Go ahead. Yeah, like do you have it? Are you somebody we want to see up on TV? You know, like some people who are running from president. I remember. Okay, so I mentioned before I interned at the Republican National Convention. This was back in 1996, and Bob Dole was the the. Don't nobody want to see Bob Dole the doing name anything? Al- the name alone. Don't know. Although, although uh, Elizabeth Dole was pretty spectacular, though she was kind of awesome. But he was like, nobody want to. Don't nobody want to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> see, but like you said, like people want that star. So. As right now, we have a star in office. Like, true that people want to see this. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people might vote for Trump just to see drama in the White House, lies and, and things going on. Uh, Joe Biden. Right. Uh, but <laughs> you said Obama, you think Obama and Michelle would be cool to kick it with. Right. I want to kick it with Trump too. And right people, and people did, but I want to kick it with him now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, see what come out of his mouth. Like, she, I, you, you know, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be funny. It's gonna be 
even if you're you might be laughing at him <laughs> yeah <It's laughs> but it'll be, be interesting and i just think like i don't want to hang out with joe biden like even if he sorry. wasn't I'm president sorry. trump and we hung out i'm like trump look check this out donald <laughs> they said we can't get up in the club right and donald be like I got it. Right. I got this. I'll get you in there. He can go up there and lie about something and have the security guards, the club promoter, the club owner just believe in him. And next thing I know, we in VIP. But you know what, though? Speaking of, like, friends, though, Donald Trump is, is he, he's a cold one. But he, one thing I give it to him, he supports, like, loyalty. Like if you're loyal to him, he's loyal to you. Uh good or bad, that seems to be his MO. But if you're loyal to him and you keep saying nice things to him, he'll be loyal to you. I don't know if that's a good friend. I don't know if that's a good dog. I don't know what to make of that. But uh yeah, for better or worse, he definitely is loyal if mm-hmm. if you're also loyal you pat pat him on the back he'll pat you on yours well we'll see what happens man it's been a pretty good one i don't have we taken a break we have taken a break take, huh? take a break we'll take you a break take another one real quick yeah let's take another break real quick and then um because we're pretty much done with the episode itself we're just talking about mm-hmm. um some things we got out out well thing that we got out of the episode but not the um, one thing I guess, or however I put it at the end of each episode, um, what I'm trying to say is that every element of this episode we pretty much talked about, mm-hmm. and it just ran over into some other conversations. But anyway, uh, sit tight. We'll be right back. Music from this episode is by yours truly, Summer Sky. The single is called About Love, and it's available on all digital music and streaming platforms. Check the episode description for more details. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Um, I instantly thought about something. And when I instantly thought about it, I thought about Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to have Summer go ahead and um, give you guys some information about our social media, how you can get in contact with us, um, and all that good jazz. Sure. We are on Instagram. We are also on Facebook, you guys. Um, we are... Black sitcom history on both Instagram 
and Facebook. So check us out there. Um, due to some technical difficulties, um, we are going to post Quivia not on Instagram, but on Facebook. Quivia is our quiz slash trivia questions that we're going to bring you. Um, check out episode number 12. Uh, I'm sorry, episode number 11 and hear some more about uh, what you can expect from Quivia this this um, this week. But yeah, we're going to put some questions up there and um, you win the awesome prize of Internet bragging rights for getting the Black Sitcom History Podcast Quivia questions correct. So um, we didn't talk about how we're going to share the answers. Are we going to share them on on the show? On that wrap up show, or are we gonna share them at a different on a, on on social media? Um, maybe on the wrap up show. No, okay. we're gonna do it on on all all platforms. We're going to um share the answers. Okay. On face on Facebook, Facebook and Instagram. Instagram. Okay. Um, the podcast, and if we have the website up and running, all I'm right. trying to figure out a way where we can um. Make it a contest as well, some kind of way, some yeah, some prize or something. I don't necessarily know yet. You know, we're both new at this, so we're trying to work things out. Uh, it'll make it more interesting, you know, yeah. get people more involved with it. But uh, yeah, we'll okay. do, we'll do it that way. So now we come to the segment of the show where Summer and I are able to give our final thoughts and what we got out of this show. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start. This show had a lot of elements in it, like I said before. So I, I got a lot out of it, meaning I got a lot of different lessons pretty much out of it. And I'm going to touch on each, but I'm not going to go in deep detail because I want to somewhat keep it short um as far as voting is concerned just don't vote for someone on their looks alone (laughs) (laughs) and I'm not necessarily meaning their good looks I'm meaning the type of look that you have when you look in the mirror someone that looks like you uh, because I have a short st- story. So earlier we talked about community service and volunteer service. So this is how I ended up with community service. Uh, when I was younger, I had a suspended license, right? On this suspended license, I got pulled over three times. <laughs> The first two times I got pulled over were by white police officers. And they said, look, Mr. Jones, get this taken care of. We're going to let you go. If the second police officer, he told me, he said, look, if I see you in traffic, I'm going to pull you over just to see if you got it taken care of. If you didn't get it taken care of, I'm going to uh, impound your car and arrest you. He said, and, it, and if I pull you over and you got it taken care of, I'm happy for you. 
but I'm, you know, I'm letting you go. So he told me, like, look, if I see you in traffic, I'm pulling you over because of that. Nothing else. Because I asked you to get this taken care of. The third time I got pulled over, I got pulled over by a black cop. He didn't give me no slack. <laughs> he didn't give me no slack. Meaning, just because someone looks like you don't mean they have the best interest for you. But it could have been two things. He could have thought, well, he'd been riding around in a suspended license for so long. I need to show him uh, what needs to be done. And what needs to be done is for me to impound his car and arrest him before he does right. Mm-hmm. But I told the police, I was dressed in a tie. I told the police officer, like, look, I'm going to a job interview <laughs> so I can pay what I need to pay so I won't have a suspended license anymore. Mm-hmm. But guess what? He was like, I'm sorry, I have to impound your car and arrest you. Right? Mm. So, like I said, just because someone looks like you, same background as you, they don't always have your best interest in mind. They're not going to hook you up. They're not going to hook you up all the time. They're not going to give you any slack. They're not going to hook you up all the time, basically. Um, There's so many different scenarios when it it comes to that. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you go shopping. And you got a black cashier. You asking a black cashier for a hookup? Do you get a Do you get an employee discount? <laughs> Can I get? But you don't ask any other nationality that really. You think because that person is you, a black person <laughs> like you, they supposed to hook you up or oh, let you or let you slide on something. Mm-hmm. You know, you trying to get that black know, person, other black person yeah, in slide, trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's always a, you can't hook a brother up. Right. <laughs> it's always that. You know. So don't 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 use that to your advantage all the time. The way we need to use that to our advantage is to stick together as one. Mm. There's power in numbers. That's what we need to do. Just stick together, come together as one and build each other up. Mm. Not always asking for the hookup or anything like that. Um, but like I said, and some people that look like you will use you to get where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Like the politician in the um in the Jeffersons, he was probably um going to use the black people votes to get what he wanted and where he wanted to be without actually doing anything good for the black community. Mm-hmm. So I got that out of it, and I got that. Yes, this is father and son situation. Yeah. Yes, every son should want to be like their father. But you, as a son, see some negative things in your father that you should learn not to uh, inherit in yourself. That's going to make you a better person. Mm-hmm. You know, so you you want to be a mini-me of your of your father, but you can see the bad things in him. You can throw those out. You know, and just throw all the all the good ingredients in yourself. Take all the good ingredients from your father and put them in yourself to make you a better man and become a, a better father someday. So learn that if you want to, it doesn't necessarily have to be your father. If you just want to be like somebody else, 
learn their bad traits too, so you won't um, copycat those. And it, uh, you don't want to be that that bad person. You want to take the good traits from that person and learn learn from that. Lastly, um, Helen and Tom, <laughs> um, they failed to communicate. And it was something very simple. But Tom let Helen continue to assume that he was voting for the same candidate she was voting for without telling her until later on. I guess he didn't want drama (laughs) for a while, you know. But, um, yeah, so failure to communicate. So. Remember married couples and people in relationships. You got to communicate, even if it's the smallest things, as far as uh, what's for dinner. <laughs> like, I thought you wanted fish. No, I wanted chicken. <laughs> you know, just just <laughs> something that small. Just remember to to uh, let it be known and don't assume um, what the other person's thinking. True. I'm assuming. That Summer's ready to tell us what she got out of it. And I'm assuming that uh, our audience is going to... No, I'm not assuming. I want our audience to leave us some feedback on our social media. Well, with regards to um, me, you assume correctly. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and share my takeaways from this episode. Um no, but I do agree with you, though. It's funny when, when you mention, like, just because someone looks like you doesn't mean that they're going to help you out. Um, it, You know, we're talking about race mostly in this episode, but it is, you know, I feel like this is the same thing with women. Um, I hear in corporate America, you expect women to be helping other women in corporate America, helping them climb the ladder, if you will. And um, oftentimes that's not, that's not the case. Um, A lot of times, both men and women who rise to certain levels in an organization have similar uh, characteristics or traits. And so, you know, lacking Sympathy may be one of those traits. So, you know, you know, you may have a woman who's not sympathetic to um, a woman or a man's uh, child care issues or needs. Um, you might think that because a woman is a woman uh, and maybe she even has children in a family that she would understand um the demands on on uh, a woman a, a woman in her career and balancing family and i don't want i don't want to shade men but you know men have similar issues but a lot of times women will take on a lot more responsibility in terms of uh child rearing so you know you you would think that maybe your female boss would be a little more sympathetic um 
and sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. Um, but I've definitely had male bosses who were pretty sympathetic and then, you know, it's, 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 it's a mixed bag, but, um, yeah, you just can't assume that because a person has a similarity to you, you know, woman to woman or, uh, black person and another black person that they're going to either cut you some slack, be sympathetic or, um, want to lend you a helping hand, uh, want to prop you up or boost you up, boost you up and help you, um, help you out. So I agree with that. That's a takeaway. Um, and then again, you know, I'm kind of echoing a lot of things that you already said, Shannon, too, because I got some of the same takeaways. You know, I started thinking about we haven't gotten to um, our next sitcom yet. Um, and it's probably not, um, I shouldn't say that, but it's probably not going to be Different Strokes. We consider Different Strokes to be a black sitcom. Um, but I was going to say, you know, I, I started thinking about the different strokes theme song. So that, that's where I'm going with it. In the theme song, um, they say the world don't move to to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. Right. So that's part of the, the theme song. And that's kind of like Lionel's situation, Lionel and George. You know, what's right for George? What works for him doesn't necessarily work for Lionel. And like you said, Shannon, you have to, and it's, it's really good. Your parents are not the only people that you should try to be like. Yeah, they're the people that you look up to. You know, they're, they're your first role models. But I think it's really good, too, to have other influence, influences besides your parents because your parents aren't perfect. Your parents are human. They're not, they're not perfect. Um, yes, they are your first role models, but they are not necessarily um, all that's going to influence your life. So as you go through life, you know, it's important to just kind of see how what makes people successful. And like, like you mentioned, take some of the take the good parts and try to refine that and make it work with your, your strengths, um, uh, your strengths and your personality. And I think that that'll be, that'll work out fine, but you can't assume that, um, uh, everything that someone does is going to work for you because you're not them. And, you know, at the end of the day, you may not just, you may not feel great about it because you know, deep down that's not who you are so uh yeah that was that was a takeaway as well but I I was thinking about this whole thing with um we were talking about Obama earlier and I was thinking about Joe Biden and how (laughs) he was talking about how if (laughs) recently I think he was on the the breakfast club show and he was talking about, yeah, he was in, on the Breakfast Club radio show, and he was talking about how if um, black people are even considering voting for President Trump, then they're not black. Well, he said they ain't black or something like that, <laughs> that they're not black. Um, and it was just like, 
excuse you. Like I, you can't, you can't start. I get how people are like, Oh, trying to revoke people's black card for supporting Trump or for whatever reason of the day, you know, that happens all time, all day, every day. I get that. But it's like, come on, Joe Biden, reel it in. Just, just let the people on uh, social media pull people's black cards. Like we don't need your help with pulling people's black cards. <laughs> so did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Yeah. I hear about that. Yeah. <clears throat> So anyway, but yeah, this was a a really interesting one with, with, I was about to say with Shannon, with, uh, Tom and, and Helen, um, it's really, it's really tough. You know, you, you definitely have to, I don't think you necessarily have to be on the exact same page when it comes to politics, if you're a married couple, I don't think that's necessary. And it's not, it may be typical, but I don't think it's necessary. And it works for many people. Um, But I feel like, I feel like you should still more often than not, I feel like you should come to a, 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 a not the same conclusion all the time, but mm, maybe the same conclusion on like for something big, like a presidential election, it should be really obvious who you should vote for. I don't, and maybe I'm just saying that because I don't really consider myself to be super um, liberal or conservative or I wouldn't even say I'm in the middle of the road. It's it's a mixed bag with me. It's like, oh, you know, I, I feel this way about this and I feel a different way about that, you know. But um, but I feel like if you are in a relationship or if you're married to someone and you kind of have the same or similar worldview that you could probably come to the same same conclusions most of the time. I could be wrong about that. I mean, I'm pretty sure there are many households out there where uh, husband and wife choose a different candidate all the time. I don't know how they cohabitate, but I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so those are my takeaways, Shannon. Okay. Those were good takeaways, Summer. Um, I want to say something as far as a married couple mm-hmm. uh, voting for two separate candidates. I feel as long as they both acknowledge that, okay, you're voting for that person. I'm voting for this person. Then it's better than assuming that you're voting for the same person like Tom and Helen did. Like if, if you're going to vote for Trump and I'm voting for Biden, as long as we both know that, okay. But if you just assume that I'm voting for the same person you're voting for, I think that's when the conflict's going to actually start. Because you can be like, well, I thought you was voting for Trump. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, I what, never, you yeah, that's what you thought. I never <laughs> told you that, you know. But if you already know it, then you know it. You're like, okay, well, Shannon's voting for Biden. I'm voting for Trump. Mm-hmm. That's all. 
<clears throat> so, but the good thing about this is our audience only have to w- make one decision. What's that, Shannon? To leave us a comment on Instagram, <laughs> our Facebook page. Slide into the DMs, people. Yeah, the DMs. That's what, they, that's what the people say. And the reason why I, I'm pushing it is because I want to see some comments. Like, I want to see feedback. Yeah. I want to someone say something like, oh, I remember that episode. Or I remember the first time I saw the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. Or Florence is my favorite character. Or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Yeah. We definitely want to hear from you. Um, Instagram. Facebook. On both platforms, we're at Black Sitcom History. The website is coming soon. We'll keep you informed and updated on when that will launch. But it's coming. It's right around the corner. I can taste it. I can yeah, see it. And I'm going to put a little bit of pressure on Summer. Uh, I would like to see the website up before we start season two of the of the Jeffersons. No pressure. Okay. So basically... So- in a week Next, in a week <laughs> in a week or so y'all look shannon is just a pretty face he just shows up here and he he's over here talking i'm like the tech guy okay <laughs> okay i i accept that but i don't i don't want to have i never want to be a pretty face uh, I, I mean, be a handsome face or a good I'm, looking face. He, okay. But I, guys He's are a like handsome that. face. Like, sorry. Sorry. Pretty. And not like, cute either. Like if, if I, I, I take cute. You take cute. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, if, you know, we get dressed up to go somewhere. Don't say, oh, Shannon, you look pretty. I've never, I'll, I've never called you pretty, but you that's what they said. But no, that's what face. they say. That's the line. It's like, oh, okay. she's nothing but a pretty face. She, okay. But they don't she. say he's nothing but a handsome face. Well, okay. Well, I'm going to start saying okay, it then. He shows up and he is the handsome face behind that. But I will, I will give you credit though, Shannon, because you always give me good ideas to execute. Mm-hmm. You're like, I just I don't know how to that, execute them. Right. You're like, oh, I think it looks better. I think it sounds better this way. I think it looks better this way. Uh, try, you know, scooching it over over here. He doesn't say scooching. That's my word. Try moving it over a little bit this way. Make the font bigger here. To, you know, so he's, he's, um, he's, got, uh, he's got a good eye um, for those things, but... Yeah, I, I execute all of the, the things, yeah. so. Um, it's, it's like they're yeah. getting a, a bonus episode because they're, they're hearing a, a day in the life of what we do to produce and <laughs> direct the, the podcast. It's like another, it's like a, yeah. a, a part-time job. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I want to say. That's okay. It's, 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 a, it's joyful stress or, or good stress yes. like we talked about. In a pre a prior episode, just don't get an ulcer. Just don't just don't get an ulcer. We talked about a good good stress in uh, episode number ten. So, anyways, I'll wrap. Let's we can wrap this up, Shannon. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this up. But I I look, I really 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 want you all to listen to episode thirteen. It's not my favorite episode. Of the season, but it's my most surprising and not knowing episode Mm -hmm. that I've ever seen. 
out of all the Jeffersons, it surprised me. So please, I want you guys to start from episode one of our podcast for 13. And plus, 13 is the last episode of the season, so we will be done with season one. I think that's an accomplishment for the two of us. Yeah. Thank you, Summer. Um, Congratulations. Congratulations, Shannon. And uh, we will continue with the Jeffersons through all seasons. So um, whenever we say we are still on the Jeffersons, just know that we will be still <laughs> on the on Jefferson Jeffersons for a while. So when we yeah. say it, it's just we're still on the Jeffersons. But definitely just, yeah, definitely l- watch the episodes if you can because we're we're giving you a little synopsis. We're telling you some things that happen. We may miss some things. But the real, you know, the real fun is in kind of talking about the issues, too, that are in the episodes and just how we how we connect with with it. And we want to know from you how you connect with the issues in the episodes, too. So, you know, while you're giving us your feedback on the podcast, also share with us, you know, how you connect with the episodes. Um if you know anyone who is really, they really want to listen to uh, podcast episodes on YouTube, you can also check us out on YouTube. Um, in our show notes, I'll go ahead and leave a link to our YouTube pay, uh, channel as well. We have a few episodes up there and we'll, we'll put some more out in case you like listening through YouTube. A lot of folks have the YouTube, so. All right. Yeah, it's something you just said. Something. Um, the podcast we do, it is based on the Jeffersons, but what we talk about are the, um, what what we get out of it, the 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 main the meaning of the episode, what the show was about, as far as mm-hmm. there's a word I'm looking for themes. Not necessarily themes, um, situations mm-hmm. uh, that the show is about, what the show's dealing about. Yeah. And like Summer said, we'll just give you a brief overview of the key elements of the show and what the show is about. And then we will actually talk about how that intertwines with what's not not only going on now, but what went on back then. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that's mainly what the podcast is. We're we're discussing issues that the show brings about. Why could I not come up with the word issue? That's what I was trying to come up yes, with. Yes, issues. We issues. are we explore the, issues we explore from these episodes, the, right? That's so. Yes. That's why it's important for you to go and watch the episodes yourself because what we're doing, we're just giving you a short detail on what the episode is about. And then we're going to talk about the issues that the show uh, brought upon, uh, you know, was basically about the issues. And, and, and that brings up something else I want to say. You guys can debate with us as well. Right. Friendly debate. I don't mind friendly debate. Yeah. You know, or you can debate with people on our social media pages. And yeah. And even Shannon and I, we have a different opinion about what, what we thought 
we took from an episode or, you know, our interpretation of a scene or something like that. So, yeah, I I definitely welcome some friendly debate. That that works for me. And if you if you want to watch um, the Jeffersons, I'm pretty sure there's some some way you can can get it. We watch the Jeffersons on Stars. We're not sponsored by Stars, but we're not opposed to being sponsored by Stars or anyone Anybody. for that matter. But uh, we watch it on Stars. And you know what? I'll go ahead and leave a link in our description, our 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 show description. Um, for this episode for Amazon, because there are some some seasons you can purchase on Amazon. So I'll I'll leave that information. But we are we do happen to be watching it on stars. Yeah. And it'll help you all um, watch the show. So you just get a little bit more out of each podcast episode that we do, because uh, there are some things that we miss and forget. Um, because I'm not writing down every single thing that happens on each episode. Mm-hmm. Like uh, on this episode, we almost forgot that George Bart Lionel, the watch. Right. I almost forgot about that. So you guys can go back and watch it yourself. And key things we talked about, you can be like, oh, well, I remember Shannon or Summer talking about this. Or you can do it in reverse. You can... um watch the show first and then listen to the podcast and that way you can have some friendly debate with us or tell us something that we actually missed so with that being said that's your assignment for the week um and your final assignment which would be friday because that's the last episode of season one so you guys please stay tuned for that i'm so excited about that one so Friday, come. Yes. (laughs) Come soon. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye.